0: Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Pastor Dana Coverstone here with my good friend, Stan Johnson from the Prophecy Club. And I want to thank him for being a part of this today. You know, I've been talking about the September Psalm Assembly event. That last year was an event that literally, I believe, was an eye-opener for me. Um, changed my life. When I first had the dream, and I, I shared them back in July of, in June of last year, uh, the very first person who reached out to me in absolute kindness and and, and neatness was Stan Johnson. And and I never I, I will never forget Stan, uh, you doing that and helping me uh to realize that the dream, you know, one of the things you said was Dana Coverstone, your dreams are from God. Absolutely. And and that, that confidence helped me in more ways than you'll ever know. Uh, I was I was getting hammered and torn up on every side, yelled at, screamed at, cussed at it, people shut my house, you know, all making noise all the time. Uh called everything in the book online and yet you were the first person that reached out to me to say, Hey, your dreams are of God and uh, and you've been a great friend to me since. And I greatly appreciate that. Well, uh, say, know, I
1: believe all of your dreams are from God. You know, sure. Jesus said, my sheep will hear my voice. They will know my voice. Yeah. And people yeah. that are really walking with Jesus, they say, these are God. No man, no flesh and blood made these yeah. up.
0: Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, Stan. Well, you know, your confidence and your friendship means a lot. Yeah. And I've been pushing, 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 pushing the September Psalm some event this September 6th through ninth in Dallas or 6th to the 8th in Dallas. <coughs> and many of you know I've had some serious medical things and it's, what I've got right now is a serious respiratory infection and will not be able to go. However, I've already told Stan I'm gonna, I'm going to send my financial support to him uh just as a way cuz I wanted to go and be there and be a part of it. But uh knowing the respiratory wise I am I just cannot do that right now. And we're going to talk about maybe doing a Zoom call or something while while they're doing that, but nonetheless I am still 100% behind the September Psalm Assembly event. And last year, after I had that dream, Stan got a hold of me and he said, brother, we need to do something. We need to make this come true Amen. In, in the sense of to pray for the nation. And we did. And and, and I'll still never forget all those shofars going off, Stan, right when everything started right at the very end. Uh, that was also right before we started, we got word that one of the judges, Supreme Court judges, had passed away. Uh, and, and the right. people that were praying, I, we got to watch people who've never prayed out loud, pray out loud in front for those microphones. And, uh, and I just want to say, thank you for having a heart and a passion for the nation, Man. for the church, for the country. I made a difference. And I'm going to have Stan, I'm the, I'm just going to kind of say, Stan, you do all the talking today. <laughs> because once I start talking, I start coughing, hacking, but <clears throat> Stan's going to talk about the dream from last year. we gonna make some comments about that and then talk about probably the failing dollar. Stands aware of some things that happened recently in Saudi Arabia and a lot of other folks having dreams about worthless dollars. And it's very, very important that we pay attention to what God is speaking, because I believe He still speaks through dreams and visions.
1: Absolutely. Someone,
0: someone sent me a message and said, You know, God doesn't give doesn't give dreams all these dreams to you. And I simply wrote back and said, Okay, when it says your own men shall dream dreams, I said, How many does that mean? Does that mean one? Does that mean two? Does that mean five? Does that mean ten? What's the precedent? The precedent was your young men shall have visions. Your, your old men will dream dreams, plural. And I'm thankful that God's still giving dreams, not just to me, but to many, many other men and women, kids and, and teenagers and adults throughout this country. So stand, my friend, go right ahead.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, let me invite you to come to the solemn September assembly that Pastor Dana Coverstone got started last year. And we're about to talk about that dream. If you'd like to come, you can find out all about it by going to watchmanstrumpet.com that's not our website. That's a generic website that is dedicated just to tell you about this, this solemn September assembly that Dana Coverstone got started or the Lord got started, but it's watchmanstrumpet.com and it will tell you all about it. But essentially what we're going to do precisely at sundown, which is the Feast of Trumpets, which is the primary feast for the Gentiles. And I'm going to that. That's get us off track. Anyway, at sundown, we're going to all blow our shofars and we're going to declare war against the devil. We're asking people to gather under one name, Jesus. Leave all your denominational differences in the car. Leave them at home. Yes. Gather yes. under one name, Jesus, to do one thing, pray for America. Gather under one name, Jesus, to do one thing, pray for America. Then we're going to We set up a microphone every five minutes, and we don't let them go longer than five minutes. Every five minutes. A different person steps to the microphone with a different prayer. We're going to fast for 48 hours. We're going to pray right straight through the night for 48 straight hours. We are going to pray. And then at the end of 48 hours at sundown on September the 8th to conclude it, we will then all again gather in a circle. We will blow our shofars the same way, seven long, loud blasts. And we're declaring that the devil Take his hands off of this nation. This nation is a godly nation, and we're declaring that this judgment, this trouble that's been sent, much of it warned through Dana Coverstone, will not come to pass. Some prophecies are intended to come to pass, but I believe that most of the prophecies given to Dana actually are warnings, saying, yep, it's coming if (laughs) If you don't change or if you don't pray. Well, that's why we're calling this Solemn September Assembly. Now, let me go back to what Coverstone was told last year. July 10th, 2020. I'm going to read this and kind of interpret his go through. And then Dana, of course, this is his program. He's going to jump in anytime he wants to. I saw the calendar turn to the month of September, Dana said. A hand then reached up and pulled the month of September off the bound calendar, placed it on the ground in front of the altar in our secret place, prayer room. I saw the altar and the horns of the altar and the pictures of the second coming and healing on the wall. I was then instructed, stand on the month and pray for the church to have strong backbone for corruption in the church to be exposed. I'll say it again, for corruption in the church to be exposed. And by the way, that is happening. Corruption in the church to be exposed and for a great harvest. Hallelujah. In the coming months. Now, have we seen a great harvest in the coming months? No, no, no. I believe it's still in the future, and it may very well be. It may very well be that this prophecy was not necessarily totally fulfilled in 2020. It may be that it's going to be fulfilled in 2021. Maybe we're about to see this great harvest begin. Maybe it'll even begin at this meeting. Okay, a great harvest in the coming months. After I'd prayed several minutes, I was instructed to get help because I was not enough. Now, listen to this. So I spoke into the ear, And by the way, in the name of Jesus, I speak into the ear, along with Dana, speak into the ear, asking the believers that believe that their prayers reach the throne to gather together to pray. Why? Because wherever more two are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Yes. One can put a thousand flight. Two can put th- 10,000 to flight. If you right. believe in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and be given. It's not up to DJT. It's not up to the military. It's not up to the government. Right. It's up to us. Right, so that's right. And that's what right. we pray, if we gather, is what comes out of our mouth is what we get. All right, let's keep going. It was not enough. So I spoke into the air for believers to come to my side and pray with me. And the calendar below me was getting bigger exponentially. <coughs> then I saw I was not alone on Tuesday, September 1. Now, again, that, that was a feast of Trump's. No, no, that wasn't the feast. But we're calling We're calling this the Feast of Trumpets this year. But had joined by several others. Some were praying in tongues, some praying aloud, some very quiet, some kneeling, praying prostate. every model of prayer you could imagine. The cry went out again. More were needed. More were needed. So everyone, including myself, were st- saying loudly, more are needed. Come quickly. Then I saw a hand writing the words. Now listen to this. I mean, this is not a dream. This is the angel really talking to him. In front of me, I saw the words September. Then I saw a solemn. Then I saw the word assembly. I saw a solemn September assembly and a clear call to pray during that month. The numbers of people were growing. I saw the contours of the calendar were fitting the outline in the United States of America. The prayers are getting more aggressive. And that's not what we need, brother. That is what we need, brothers and sisters. The prayers are getting more aggressive. The numbers were growing when I saw a storm in the body of Christ. I saw incredible warfare in the heavens. That's what we're going to do. And I was impacting those on the ground with weariness in the, the fight, fighting together in prayer. And the battle was severe, intense, and brutal. There were wounds and exhaustion among the believers, as I saw as well. The heavens were alive with the same kind of battle. It seemed like it lasted forever. But finally, finally, listen to this. The battle was over. My eyes were drawn to the last few days of September and the believers who had been praying. They were broken and wounded, all right, but they were standing victoriously. Now, I believe we got a lot of victories last year, last September. Yes. But I also believe, and I know Dana will say Amen to this. The battle's not over. That's we'll right. That's right. We can have the victory, my brothers and sisters. That's right. So the heavens opened. I saw the Lord. He was standing with angels behind him. He said clearly. Arise, my bride, arise, my bride, and prepare to pray. Arise, my bride, arise, my bride, and prepare to battle. Arise, my bride, arise, my bride, and prepare to see my face, for I'm coming soon, and my reward is with me. Then there was the sound, like, listen to this, like a thousand shofars blowing all at once. And guess what? We start our meeting blowing shofars. We end our meeting blowing shofars. Yes. Blowing all at once. And I could even feel the wind on my face, then I awoke. Now, let me explain what I think is probably the most important thing that is happening right now. Just to show you just how close we are to a lot of big changes in America. We invited Shane Warren, July the 10th, 2012, to come in and speak at our ministry at prophecyclub.com. And he made a DVD called Storm, Judgment, and Revival. He told about how he was watching TV and all of a sudden, boom, all of a sudden, the TV was not TV. He was shown a vision. Now, listen to what he was shown in the vision, because it started August the 24th. I'm going to summarize this and boil it down a little quicker. He said, I saw a great storm from the north, (coughs) south, east and west all over America. And the storm represented a financial storm, whether you know it or not. We are in a financial storm. He said, I saw it was raining dollar bills. It was almost like they're worthless. They're worthless. I saw a man standing there and he reached down and picked up a fistful of dollars and he held them up. He says, it's raining dollars. They're worthless as leaves blowing in the wind. Then he saw a New Madrid fault. I said that wrong. New Madrid fault. An earthquake all up the center of America. And then he heard an audible voice speak behind him. That's the way God talks in an audible voice most of the time. I heard it behind me and it said, I have divided my land. Now I would divide their land. So we watch and we pray against America dividing Israel. Then he said, now here's the key. Here's the key. Then he said, I saw India, Syria, Indonesia, Turkey, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Egypt, Russia, and China agree to stop. Selling oil in dollars. I'll say it again. To stop selling oil in dollars. Now, let me read an article. Headline. Saudi. And by the way, this is all over. Lots of places. Just type it in. You'll find it. Saudi Arabia, Russia signed a deal to develop joint military cooperation. Saudi Arabia and Russia on Monday signed an agreement to develop joint military cooperation between the two countries. Quote. I signed an agreement today with a Russian deputy minister. I'll skip part of that. Between the two countries. Now, essentially, here's what it is. On Tuesday, August 24th, 2021, something big happened. Saudi and the Russian officials decided to let Saudi Arabia be protected by the Russians. Now, let me back up, explain. In 1971, the Saudis came to America and said, we would like to have America protect us. We're being attacked by mostly Iran. We would like to have their protection." Well, the United States says, all right, we'll do that. But we have to have you to agree to make all Saudi crude oil sales made in dollars. So the 190 countries around the world all of a sudden had to buy or sell crude oil in dollars. So what did that mean? That meant whether it's Germany or Japan or China, whoever it is, they had to then go buy a bunch of dollars, had these big piles of dollars, so that if they wanted to buy or sell crude oil, They could buy or sell it in dollars. What did that do? That made the dollar the currency of the world. They call it the reserve currency. That also meant that it was a very strong, stable currency. I could go any place you could to in the world, and everybody loved dollars. You take dollars? Oh, yeah, yeah, we love dollars. Well, what happened August 24th, now Saudi has signed an agreement to have the Russians protect them. Now, most of the world has not caught on to what is about to happen, but because we know what the prophets say, we know that this is about to crash the dollar. I've got nine different dreams, nine, one from my wife, one from a a person that works with Prophecy Club, nine different dreams all this year. And they're all saying there's about to be a crash of the dollar. They're all saying there's about to be a food shortage. Well, (laughs) okay. one or two, Bible says, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. That's right. One or two is convincing enough. That should be all it takes. But when you got nine, nine dreams all saying the same thing. Now, let's go back to what Shane Warren was told. He said the devaluing of the dollar, which is what is in the process now. It's no more a question whether it's coming. It Go ahead. Google it. Look it up. It is now in progress. The devaluing of the dollar caused major rioting in the streets. I saw silver. Not gold, began to drastically increase in value. People were riding in the streets with signs saying, Give us our entitlements, give us our entitlements. Now, here's the good part. At the same time, at the same time, I saw the church rise. What same time? At the same time, the dollars are falling. There's an earthquake in the New Madrid fault. I saw the church arise with healing in the wings for this moment. Yes. I saw God prospering greatly, many people acquiring things and a great wealth transfer into the hands of believers. Churches, here it is, churches became cities of refuge. It didn't say run to the hills, run to the woods. Matter of fact, most of the prophecies I have all say the cities become cities of refuge. Right. The body of Christ stood up like a mighty sleeping giant in the earth and began to minister. People were coming to them. Signs, wonders, miracles and poured out all over America. I saw America being shaken. As the worldly couldn't go to the government for help anymore, well, they had to return to the church. Entire yeah. cities became cities of refuge. There was life, safety, peace, and presence of God in the cities. People were running to the cities. Revival arrived. It was a two-sided coin. As the judgment hit, probably the earthquake and the worthless dollars, so did God's miracles. As great inflation caused economic storm, great arri- arrival, great revival arrived. God is going to raise up his church. Now, Coverstone had another one of his dreams. I can look up if needs be. But you said that you saw a mighty rushing wind come into a meeting. and You saw tongues of fire setting on people's heads. Yes. And it would not surprise me a bit now that the dollar is in the process of falling. And hopefully we can pray away this big earthquake. But it would not surprise me a bit to see some kind of great things happening at this meeting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why are you
0: I believe we're going to see even more healings because look at the the mess right now in the medical field. You've got doctors and nurses going to be fired, hospitals, they're already running short. But yet I believe as the opposition comes in, there's going to come a time and a place when the church will be the place where people go to be prayed for and to be healed. And we're going to see some incredible miracles. We had a a girl testify Sunday morning at my church uh, about two months ago. I prayed. I felt led to have her come up and be prayed for. She had told, she had told me a, a secret situation she was in. did not want the church to know, but she had been diagnosed with a brain tumor. And she said, well, you just pray. So one Sunday morning, I felt led to have her come up and have ladies pray for her. I said, look, I know you don't want to tell what's going on, but I want, I want people to pray for you. So she said, okay. Well, the next Sunday, she was out of town back in Indiana. And in that process, the pastor at that church said, I don't know why, but I felt like I'm supposed to pray for you supposed to pray for you and have the ladies pray for you. And so that was a Sunday. So so in my church, that one week, she gets prayed for by ladies. The next week at the other church in Indiana, she gets prayed for by ladies. And on Monday, she goes for a doctor's appointment. And at that doctor's appointment, she is told by the doctor that that brain tumor is gone. And two weeks in a row, people pray for her at the church. And so I believe we're about to see an incredible amount of yes. miracles just come on the scene. Because Absolutely. people have nowhere else to go. And they're going to come to the church and because when the dollar fails and the economy goes, crashes through the bottom, the only thing we're going to have is what we have in the Lord. And I'm excited about that. Very, very much so.
1: Okay. Uh, you, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go over to your uh, latest dream and give a, a quick take on that if we have the time. Okay. So August sure. 14 to 18, this comes to us from Dana Coverstone. He said, I was standing in front of a hospital watching. Now, let me just say, I have edited this. I've kind of skinned it down for radio, so it would flow better on my radio program. I was standing in front of the hospital watching severe storms all around me. Lots of people rushing into the hospital with bags, luggage, and household items. An ambulance backed up to the front door, and people ran inside with bags of groceries. One had an old brown grocery bag full of, listen to this, day-old bread, and it said, day-old bread, written on the bag. The pace of people running was quickened by the lightning and the storms. I think those are what we're already in right now. People looting and burning and writing nasty words on the buildings and things like that. Also a financial storm. Remember, that's what Shane Warren was shown, a financial storm. So the storms is trouble in America. Quickened by the lightning, the storms that were hovering over the hospital, yet without rain. The man with the bread yelled at me, get inside where it is safe. I have enough bread for everybody. Meaning, I think it's saying that the Lord is going to take care of those people that turn to him. The scene changed. I walked into a building with people rushing inside me, bumping me, dropping keys and other items to get in the doors. Above the elevators was a sign saying, not working today. Please use the stairs. Meaning it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be free. You're going to have to serve the Lord. It is time to start serving the Lord. As people rushed up the stairs, they kept dropping things, quickly picking them up, running for their life. There was panic on every face. A few doors opened, people asked, what's going on? But no one answered. I ascended up a very dark staircase to the hospital room. Through a window, I could see storm clouds and fire and lightning. Thunder was shaking the building, meaning more trouble is hitting America. I ascended up the very dark staircase to the hospital room. Through a window, I could see storms and cloud. I read that. Sitting on the bed was a woman with her face in her hands. I recognize her as the emaciated woman, which is from the earlier dreams he had, who was told heal before she got up. She was praying and sobbing for the church and the lost. She got up and looked out the window, became afraid, and immediately sat on the floor shaking. That's where our church is right now. Our church is emaciated because they don't know the word. They don't know the one that wrote the word. Mm -hmm. They're just playing church. They're just warming pews for the most part. And among them is a lot of tears. Among the weed is a lot of tears. But what yep. he's saying that when the church looks and sees this shaking, they're not supposed to be afraid. They're supposed to be going to work. Suddenly, the man I see, meaning the angel, in my opinion, the man I see appeared next to the window and said, I need you to work. That's a direct finger pointed at every one of us saying, get to work. Serve yep. me. Yep. I need you to work. She kept her head down and said, but things are crumbling around me. Boy, that's, that's just like the average Christian, doesn't it? Things are crumbling around me. Yeah. The man bent down, meaning the, the angel, put her face in his hands and says, I will go through the fire with you, but you must work. That's Jesus saying, yes, you are about to go through trouble, church. You are about to go through trouble, but I'm going to be there. I'm going to hold your face. I'm going to hold your head in my hands. And he says it twice, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So when he says it twice, it's established. Yep. I will go through the fire with you, but you must work now. He repeated it. She said, Lord, how can I do this? in there's your average Christian. He said, I have anointed you and I will, will lead and guard you. Well, hallelujah. That's what we want. We want yeah. God's anointing to walk through the fire guard you, I was an invisible observer, and I noticed smoke coming out of the doorway. The man spoke and said, get out while you can, take who you can. Then he repeated Get out while you can and take with you who you can. And helped her to get up, then disappeared right in front of her. Meaning, there's trouble coming, and it's time for us to get witness. In other words, it's no longer time to just drop subtle hints. It's time for right. us to go and directly Witness to people and tell them to come out of America, meaning come out of the world, come out of the sin, that be not partakers of her sins, just like Revelation 18 says. So she went to the door. Make sure I didn't skip part here. Uh, Lord, how can I do this? He said, I've anointed you. The man spoke and says, Get out while you can. I read that. She went to the door and covered her mouth with her sleeve. The hallways was engulfed in flames. The sign on the wall said, Fifth floor. Now, I read this to our congregation and uh, Coverstone and I have talked about it. I am not ready to say for sure what the fifth floor is. What what I cannot escape, it could be five days, but I don't think it is. Could be five weeks, could be five months. I don't think it is. The most logical thing is it may be, which I don't want to believe, it might be five years. Again, I'm not setting dates. That's what it might be, and Coverstone's got some other ideas, but we'll move on. She started beating on the doors, yelling for people to come out. Most doors stayed shut. The people inside yelled, leave us alone. One door opened, and they screamed at her, leave us alone and stay put for your own good. Trust in man and stay. The man said, slamming the door shut. The woman ran down to the stairs to the, now here's the fourth floor. Again, beating on doors, begging people to leave. In other words, begging people to come out of the world, receive Jesus, you see. That's what yeah. they're really saying. Parts of the ceiling were falling. Some caught on fire, a bit of her hair caught on fire, and she patted out. A few of the doors opened. A few people hesitantly came out, covering their heads and coughing due to the smoke. The woman ordered them. Now, this is a hint saying it's about time for us to start ordering people. You got to receive Jesus. I mean, it's saying we got to get real direct with them. The woman ordered them saying, beat on the doors, snatch them out if needs be. So they knocked, but few responded. A group of, now this is important, a group of about six went down to the third, then down to the second floor. But when they got to the first floor, meaning it is now just about time for the wall to fall. I don't want to believe it, but it might be saying it might be time for America to fall. Uh, It might be time for the world to fall. It might be time for the financial fall whatever it is it's not good down to the first floor the group had grown to about 40 50 all covered in soot their clothes were torn from falls jumping over debris in the corridors sweating and moving frantically beating on the doors begging people to get out of the building it was very unsafe some people were getting out of the building they got hit by lightning causing more ceiling tiles to fall catching some clothes on fire steel beams fell on others They had to be dragged out from the debris. They were beating doors and yelling for people still in the rooms to escape now, meaning they're still in a bunch of trouble, but they don't understand what the trouble is. And some people are returning to Jesus. Some people are not. The building shook again, meaning more trouble is hitting. The woman cried for them. Get out while you can. They ran until they hit ground level and went out. The group was wounded, dirty, and exhausted. The clouds looked ominous and appeared to have demonic sneers in them. Once out, they all turned and watched the building shake. They watched the people inside look at this, quietly reading, watching TV as smoke was filling the rooms, oblivious to fear. Some were still beating on the windows, screaming for them to get out. But the people inside, nah, I, don't have to, I don't have to worry about all this. Couldn't wake them up. The group inside watched and wept. Excuse me, the group outside watched and wept. Seven more people, (coughs) adults and teens, came out the door thanking and hugging those that got them to leave. They embraced as an extremely loud thunderclap sounded as the hospital collapsed like the Twin Towers in dust and debris. The ground was leveled and the people inside were gone. Now, what we don't want to believe is this is the fall of America, but at the same time, we can't escape that conclusion. What it might be is the return of Jesus, but whatever it is, it's not good. Whatever the whole point of the whole dream is, it's saying, Christians, it's time to get more direct. It's time to start talking to mom, brother, father, time time to start talking to these people that don't receive Jesus. There's one more sentence. There stood the man saying, the sun is setting soon, and the work this side for the bride will end. Go into the highways and byways quickly. Knock on every door for I'm coming soon. Now, the sun is setting soon. You cannot escape. It means something is coming to a conclusion. Right. The question is right. whether it's this, the America coming to a conclusion or this whole 6,000 years of sin coming to a conclusion because Jesus is returning. And the work, this side, meaning here it's, it's a definite conclusion, talking about the return of Jesus, Work this side for the bride will end. Bible says that the day cometh or not cometh when no man can work. I assume that that's when the mark of the beast is being handed out. And you say the name Jesus, and you're a dead, man, unless you have the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. This side for the bride will end. Go into the highways and byways quickly. Knock on every door for I'm coming soon. He's saying, go out and witness. Go out and work. Go out and talk to him because time is running out. Cover Coverstone. Your
0: insight, I think, is very solid. And, and there's there's still things that I've found out that, you know, as I've had the dreams, other things have happened and come, and come to pass, and we've seen them now in different light. Not a different light, but we see fulfillment of things. I'm just thankful that God is speaking through dreams. I'm thankful that God is speaking Amen. through visions. I'm thankful that God is waking up people. And I'm thankful especially that people in the church world have shaken themselves because God's shaken them first and said, hey, wake up and get going. And uh, and Stan, I appreciate being on with me today, and I'm going to miss the event there. But just once again, give him another heads up on on the uh, September. Yeah, Song yeah, yeah. Watchman's
1: Watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com, and should I give my website? Yes, please do. Well, uh, my website is prophecyclub.com. And go to watchmanstrumpet.com, get signed up for the Solemn September Assembly coming up this coming Monday at sundown, from Monday sundown to Wednesday sundown. Yes, I know you've got to take off a couple of days, but if we don't do this, we may be facing losing our nation. So if you're one that believes that we're possibly in the last days and possibly America is in a lot of trouble, then we need your prayers. If you think your prayers can reach the throne, we need (laughs) them there go to watchmanstrumpet.com, gives you all of the details, get all signed up. Right now, we're looking at around 200 people going to be at the meeting, but probably there'll be thousands of people online. But most of all, we need you at the meeting because in the days of of the upper room experience, they didn't say Jesus didn't say, "Okay, well, I, I want you guys to watch online i want you to watch a live stream he says stay in jerusalem and they gathered in right. the upper room okay right. so yeah. there is wherever two or more are gathered in my name it didn't say wherever the two or more are watching online in my name so it is important to actually gather so we invite you dot com. and Watchman, sam Trumpet. thanks for me
0: thanks for being a part of this today with me
1: thank you for having <laughs> me
0: appreciate those people that are that are praying for me physically i can sense that i can feel it i can touch them i miss being there but uh, I will, I will be there in, in spirit, very, very much. So, once again, if you can at all go, go. But I'm there, and not anybody else is there, and not you need to go and be a part of this because coming together and praying is the, one of the most important things that we can do uh, while we're here. So, Stan, thanks Amen. for being online with me today. I greatly, you, greatly appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing some great things about what happens at the September Psalmist Amen. Amen. God Thank bless. You for having folks. me on. You're welcome.